0: everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join Trevor, Daryl, George, and Kyle as we bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Now, I know you're, you're all aware by now that we've got a few screws loose. But trust us when we say that this is going to be a riveting episode. Join us this week as we review the wacky, enjoyable, and immersive game that it is. That is Ratchet & Clank. Oh, shit. What was the?
1: Rift apart.
2: Rift apart.
0: A Rift Apart, just like my brain cells right now. Uh, Ratchet & Clank, A Rift Apart. Uh, we hope to have you laughing so hard that we'll leave Skid McMarks in your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Daryl, why do you make me read these things? So good. Fucker. Classic. Oh, man so uh yeah this week guys we're talking about ratchet and clank uh which is one of the like the third person goofy shooter with puns galore so obviously i'm in on it all the way um i know trevor picked it up as well Dare are uh, jordan struggled <sighs> struggled mightily just and that. daryl abstained as one does. For the first time, for the first time in his life, abstinence was the decision. <laughs> you know me well. <laughs> so, this—I um, I know we, we've mentioned it earlier. I think in our first season two, episode one,
3: it's come up yeah, a couple times.
0: We, we, we mentioned it a little bit, and just how this this game actually felt like a next gen game the controller implementation was fantastic guns felt amazing the the loading times the just the visuals as a whole was great um Trevor what did you what was, what's your your initial like feedback from the game
3: oh man uh the biggest one obviously is just like graphics right like they took a lot of recognizable new character and like and new characters and they just you know turned everything up to 11 with the the ps5 capabilities i think was the big one um so graphics lots of good bright colors uh the guns were amazing um as i've mentioned before they did uh haptic the the trigger feedback for every single gun um so that played a big part in the game i thought that was really cool that you know as you went to fire each gun you kind of learned that it did something different not just like obviously in the game, but like with your controller.
0: Yeah, it oh, had a different feel good. for each gun.
3: Yeah, that's pretty cool. The other, the funny one. So one of the guns that's been in the game, in the series for forever is the the pixelizer. So you'll love this, Daryl. So as you shoot somebody, <laughs> it shoots out like a ray of like shitty, like 8-bit pixels. And <laughs> with the graphics, it actually turns that character you shoot into a pixelized version of themselves.
1: Oh, that's fantastic.
3: So it's like the equivalent of like Minecraft, like eating all of your like graphics power. Like it's insane. I can't <laughs> imagine how much graphics it took to do that. Cause everything still moves smoothly, but it's just this pixelized version of itself. Um, but if you upgrade it all the way, you can like charge it up. And as you're charging it up, the controller speaker and like it vibrates to the a tune. And I, I can't remember if it's Tetris or what it is. It, it <laughs> vibrates to the tune of an old eight bit game.
0: That's awesome! I definitely didn't upgrade that game and gun enough.
3: Yeah, if you hold it up to your ear, it like plays this tune using the vibration settings in the controller.
0: That's wicked! Yeah. Now, Ratchet and Clank has been around for an insane amount of time.
3: Yeah, they started on the PS2, didn't they?
0: PS2, 2002.
3: Oh, it can drink, dude. Well, in
0: Canada, (laughs) in Canada, in most provinces, yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's uh, yeah, math. How 19th. do I math? Yeah, yeah. Um, this is 19 years old, and I'm pretty sure we played most of the PlayStation versions, like the main versions of them. Um, and the the great part is that this freaking series is all about the puns, it's all about puns and like slightly in you, slight innuendo in the titles. We hate puns, you know, here. we had. <laughs> We had titles like Going Commando, Up Your Arsenal, Size Matters, um, and then there's there's some other ones like you know Tools of Destruction, Quest for Booty, always <laughs> a crack, always a good quest to partake in. Crack time, crack in time, yeah. Um, there's there's a couple that that didn't go well. Um, there's a couple that were like semi like tower defense games mixed in with. Ratchet and Clank and just didn't mesh well, but this one was actually a great progression of of the story and just introducing another Lombax, introducing another robot, um, Even, and really just evil sort evil of
3: nefarious. yeah,
0: yeah, like like if Nefarious was actually like evil, evil and not <laughs> just like his job. cartoon cartoon villain
1: evil, yeah. <laughs> Is he in every game?
3: Yeah, so Nefarious is the um, I think after like the first one he's like the typical I think the first or second one he gets introduced and then he is like the consistent baddie and he gotcha. also has like funny funny sidekicks and stuff like that but yeah. uh, he's like the typical like evil genius but he's an absolute moron. <laughs> So in this one, it's it's very interesting because they do actually introduce like an actual evil version of him that's managed like in the alternate universe, like spoilers. Um, <laughs> he has actually taken over. So he's actually succeeded. So it's like, you know, the the nefarious land, you know, the, the mm-hmm. city with the big statue of him and all that. So but I'm curious to hear because I know, Jordan, you started it
2: briefly. Yeah,
3: <laughs> was what was your i, I guess like ne- i guess negative feedback if you didn't play through
2: yeah. it i'm just curious. what was about- holding you back bro yeah uh well it's probably just more you know personal life circumstance plus a lot of gaming add which i tend to have a lot of that doesn't sound uh, like you at all no all right it was probably more of that than than the game itself, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I only probably put in two or three hours, and uh, I'll go back to it eventually here um, at, at some point. But uh, yeah, the story just didn't it didn't hook me the way that I was kind of hoping it would. Um, I really enjoyed the the kind of soft reboot they did on the PS4. Um, yep. I played that one and, and really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely appreciate the game from a technical level, um, just with the the controller, the haptic feedback, um, the Insomniac games, I think right now anyway, they do ray tracing on console probably better than any other developer does. Um, and uh, they've got an actual performance ray trace mode um, that you can set in both Ratchet and Clank and Miles Morales. Um, I was going
0: to say that was one of their like updates for Ratchet and Clank was including that ray tracing, sixty FPS. Like, yeah. like holy shit! Let's put this PlayStation to work mode.
2: Yeah, and, and it looks phenomenal. Like I, it, when ray tracing was introduced, like you could read about it and kind of understand what it was. Um, but really, until you actually play a game that uses ray tracing, it's really hard to grasp. Just what that does uh, from a fidelity perspective, and uh, I mean the game is gorgeous. There's no question. Mm-hmm. It's definitely yeah. one of the best looking games on the PS5 right now.
0: It definitely you hits real. you right in the fidelio.
2: In the <laughs> fidelio, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, no i i I grew up. Um, I grew up playing like Sly Cooper and Jack and Daxter. Oh
3: yeah. See,
0: Sly Cooper was never one that I played or got into.
2: No, but Jack and Baxter was, was all day. Ja- oh. yeah. yeah. So I, I think for me, I've I've got less nostalgia than you both you yeah. guys do, Trevor and Kyle, um, for the series. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, really really cool cool game. They're they're doing a lot of different things, which is nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. Our
0: our PS2 got uh massive workout in our house when we were kids yeah i mean like we did other things too but
3: D- did we though did we <laughs> only when we, only we when played you were sports required required games to, yeah. yeah
2: only when you had to leave the house otherwise yeah. it was video games
0: did we did we work in the back garden for our parents i did Nope. <laughs> mm. was put a lot of work yeah. sorry dad
3: um yeah, so I know Kyle. You said you, you platinumed this, right? You did the full. I did the full. Shebang. This was
0: actually this was actually like a super quick and easy platinum. Um, like you only have to start new game mode to buy like a couple guns that don't appear in the original, like in the normal version. Um, but otherwise, it was like there's there's some collection stuff. There's some like find some hidden things, but it was never. It was never to the point where it was so tedious. I was just like, I could only do short spurts without being like, "Okay, fuck this, I'm
3: done." No, they did. I was going to agree. They did a good job of like the collectibles. Like you know, you play games. Think of like other Naughty Dog games, like you think of Uncharted, where you've got to find all these little relics, and there's Mm. hundreds of them (laughs) in every fucking corner of the map, and you can never find them.
2: Like this, or the Ravens and fucking God of War. (laughs) yeah exactly
0: yeah, that one was like a step-by-step guide yeah. where you had to like google yeah, each one right, you're like i don't fucking one know what was this good is they did
3: have like map segments and even compared to their older games they did a good job of having like a map that reveals itself so you actually get a bit more intrigued as to trying to like find these things so i found like yeah. i didn't need a guide it was just like oh i just need to like spend a bit of time but it was much more yeah. it was one of those ones that was much more manageable it wasn't it wasn't this right. like ridiculous task to find all these like stupid little things hidden everywhere no.
0: and we like we pumped out that game pretty quick that was oh like a week and a half two weeks
3: so i know so you platinumed it i think yeah. i should have gotten like some super secret platinum <laughs> so i i beat oh so i beat next game plus on hard on like the ultra hard Whoa, and okay. I, and I max leveled and max upgraded every single gun in the game. <laughs> just wow! Just because I was like, there's nothing, like we've talked about before. There's fucking nothing else to play.
2: <laughs> yeah, Trevor went down the rabbit hole with that game. Yeah, I was like, oh,
3: Ratchet and Clank, something new and shiny, and I pulverized it, and then said, okay, <laughs> this is done now. Like, but
2: Punched I think right in the jujernum.
3: Yep. I think the other big thing that this was a good showcase of that we sort of mentioned before is like, this is one of the first games probably following God of war that would be considered one of those one shot games where there, there literally was no loading screen. Like that was one of the things I was most impressed with was that. Oh yeah. Between the gameplay to cinematics back to the gameplay. And there was never a, there was never any sort of loading zone. Like, you know, we sort of mentioned God of war. You kind of had that little area you walk around or any of these like in between you know, kind of low low graphics areas that help the game load. It literally just mm-hmm. was into the next thing. Right.
0: Well, and that's like like even just like you jump into the ship to the next zone and like you're there and it's loaded. And it's
1: like Yeah. I don't even have time to go get a beer right now. Like <laughs> have- if this is the trend, I'm looking forward to the whole yeah. next wave of games. I hope yeah. that continues yeah. with yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. And then like add in add in like the solid state upgrade that just happened too. Oh yeah. And like everything's going to be like loading super quick. It's
1: too bad wow. to just get Kinda. the upgraded SSDs the same price as the actual PlayStation.
2: Yeah, no <laughs> sure. Welcome uh, to on, PC building. <laughs> on, on, on kind of a side tangent to the loading screen thing, um, that's been one of my biggest complaints with a lot of uh, RPGs and JRPGs, is they're just, there's so, so much heavy dialogue. And crazy loading screens going from air to air, to air to air, that you just don't feel like you're ever actually playing the game. And yeah, it, it's just, taking, sitting, always my biggest you're sitting complaint. Watching,
3: you're just reading hints on the loading screen.
2: Yeah, it just takes you out of the experience altogether. Um, and that's, uh, you know, shout out to, uh, to, my, to the game I've been playing lately, Tales of Arise. Um, the loading on that game is insanely fast. Um, Go, going from area to area, I want to say you load in in three seconds. Well, that's pretty good. Damn. Yeah. So it's uh, it's get it's gotten a lot better, which is really nice. Gotta love it.
3: Yeah, I think I think like just between that and then the other one, obviously, Daryl, you haven't played it. Like part of this is that they've ripped a hole in the fabric of space time, so they're kind of in these interdimensional worlds is that you can um like grappling hook into these portals and portal into an alternate dimension and same thing it's like it's part of like you can do it as many times as you want and it just loads in
1: it's pretty impressive actually
3: yeah i think during one of their talks they said like obviously we needed the new technology to be able to do that but um
2: yeah there's no way that game is coming out on a ps4 like (laughs) no
3: no no shot no. And I mean, same thing. There's the, I think it's the Rhino. There's, so there's been a, it's called the Rhino gun. It's been in every version of the game. They've just made them new. So in this one, what it does is it opens a portal and it like bombs the person with an Insomniac, just like <laughs> putting Easter eggs from other games. So I was, nice. I was mid, I was playing there and my wife's sitting beside me and I start just blasting shit with this thing and out pops a Thunderjaw from Horizon. Oh. what yeah so i think i have a couple of screenshots they have a thunderjaw. they have the um the one that's like a saber tooth uh they drop some like jeeps and stuff out of uncharted like they essentially <laughs> took their own ips and, <laughs> and and put them in as little easter eggs when you shoot this oh my god gun, and it just awesome. like drops random shit on people and it's so funny
0: that's i was cool. just hyped with that gun to just be like it decimated people oh yeah just like
2: Pfft.
3: Yeah, if, great. Yeah, if you pay attention to it, it drops all sorts of funny stuff on people. I think there's like there's some other stuff from Uncharted in there too, like a boat and some other things.
2: That's cool. Um, that, that was going to be my my question for both of you because you've played so many of these um, through the franchise. Do you guys have a favorite gun?
1: Yeah, that was my question too.
3: <sighs> oh, that's a f- uh, the. There's always a couple like really useless. There's always a couple of like really useless guns, but they're funny as right. hell. So in the past, there's been the um, like a disco ball launcher, so it makes mm-hmm. everyone dance. Uh, yeah, there's the I remember she- that one. There's the sheepinator, which turns people into sheep. Oh, fantastic! Uh, That's like wow. This one, yeah, this one's pretty funny. So the, in this one, they had the um, in this one they had the topiary sprinkler which essentially was like a, okay. one of those like tall spiky lawn sprinklers. And it just like, it freezes the person and just overgrows them with like vegetation. That's yeah. It awesome. was a good
0: like crowd control gun,
3: but it was just like, it was just, it was kind of goofy and funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, Oh, there's a couple, there's a couple really interesting ones. Like there's like the drill hound where it like shoots drill bits and would either go under the ground and pop up at them Ooh. or like, just like launch kind of launch them at them. Um, the Buzz Blades, like the Buzzsaw one, where you just like literally shoot blades at dudes and it just like flies around and chops them up quickly. Also one of my favorites. Always fun. That's cool. Um and then the the sniper rifle, the headhunter. Yeah. Like especially just with like the trigger action, you could actually like feel the breaking point and just like it was just so crisp just getting headshots in Ratchet and Clank. Um, cause I can't really do that in call of duty very often wow. with snipers. Wow. So the nice um, thing too,
3: is that did you, did you upgrade it? So you got the, uh, the extra feedback. Yeah. So and yeah, so there was a, yeah. there's an upgrade you do to it. And when you get a headshot, the controller, mic uh, shoots out this sound, this like ping, this like very yeah, satisfying, cool. like ping sound that you get, got yeah. a headshot or like a critical hit. Just right. like, oh yeah, just, just these like little things, right? You're just like, oh, it's just little, little satisfactions that make it so much better
2: you get that soundy you're like I'm a
0: god yeah. so yeah. good at this game and <laughs> just just like a lot of games from insomniac I'm finding that they they put like not only the work but like the love into the game too like mm-hmm. they're keeping it true to the series they're you know not you know take they're not taking it too too seriously and keeping it like a fun game. I, I don't mind that I beat it in a week and a half and platinumed it and traded it in and paid, what is it, like 80 bucks for it? Yeah. 90 bucks? Full price, yeah. <clears throat> I don't mind that because I got my money's worth. I got everything out of that game that I wanted. I
2: When you, you enjoyed know, it. Respected it right?
0: my, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It respected my time. um, And yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It brought me back to playing Ratchet & Clank in my basement with my little brother him asking to grab the controller me he telling him to fuck walked. off
2: <laughs> handing him the mad cats controller that's not actually plugged in yeah
0: it's actually two
1: pieces
2: yeah. is there any now, two player yeah. stuff in that game
1: no
3: not in this one i think yeah, not only singular. one the only one they did was all for one and oh, I can't yeah. remember that had something to do with the PS3, and I don't know if it was with the motion system or one of the yeah. one of the new things that they brought in on PS3 or the fact that they were like, We have online gaming now with PS3 versus PS2. But that game was painful to play. That was yeah. that I was like it. a technical exercise and it did not yeah. go
2: well. I think it was the the PlayStation Move, like the wand controllers, wasn't it? I, I vaguely remember those being compatible with that game.
3: Yeah, I think we played it for a little bit, and it was just like, ooh, this is not... Yeah, the, you know, like many motion control games, they're like, you know... Or it's like um, when, they, when they did the 3D movies, right? Where they would put in just terrible movie slopes, just-, just to be like, <laughs> yeah. 3D, it's yeah. coming right at you. Yeah, yeah. It's coming through
0: the screen! Yeah. Somebody's ringing.
2: Yeah, sorry. Okay, there. I was wondering. I was wondering what that was. Um, Rookie movement. I know. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. <laughs> I put it on Jesus. silent. Okay, I'm sorry. How could you do this to our dozens of listeners? Yeah, yeah listeners, I apologize. I fucked up. We're just going to cut all this out anyway.
3: Fuck that, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> Kyle, is this this might be the perfect break, Kyle, is it time for another segment because this might get a little yelly.
0: Oh, it is time. Thank you for reminding me, Trevor. Yep. Um one of our one of our our plans to set out this this season was to to implement a few more segments and specialize into different topics for us to chat about um given the fire that came from the whole captain america batman discussion um i'd like to turn it over to jordan to introduce our next segment
2: Fantasy. since the dawn of time mankind has asked one question over and over again who would win in a fight join us as we pit two well-known characters from across the gaming and comic book universes against each other in a fight to the death welcome to fantasy face off in the danger dome with daryl it's about to get controversial up in this bitch
1: All right, so, uh, just so the listeners are aware, if you haven't listened to some of the previous episodes, you would have known that in our first season, we got into a bit of a debate between Batman and Captain America. Now, we're not going to get back into that, because we clearly know who won that, but but we are going to keep this going and just invoke some discussion, because uh, that discussion went so well, I have... Several battles lined up for this season. And, and the first one I want to continue with the DC versus Marvel theme because Jordan and I are big DC guys and and Trevor and Kyle are big Marvel guys. And we definitely want to hear from the listeners on this, on this one to see if we got this right as we discuss and battle this out. But week one is the Battle of the Doctors, the Golden Pony Boy versus the Living Cape. It's Dr. Fate. Versus Dr. Strange. <laughs> Who wins in a fight?
2: <laughs> oh, man. Dr. Fate, case closed. Let's go home. <laughs> oh,
1: I don't know.
3: I don't know.
2: All right. So I, I will be honest. I don't know as much about Dr. Fate as I should. Um, but from what I do know, I feel like Doctor Fate is a more powerful character, uh, whereas Doctor Strange probably has him on maybe better spells, and uh, you know he'd be able to do like more of a rope-a-dope sort of thing, kind of tire him out a little bit.
0: I uh, think Doctor Strange is smarter.
3: It's it's a tough one. So I I did a ton of reading because I did the same thing. I have no clue who Doctor Fate was. So I looked into this. So Doctor Fate is you like yourself nerds. I know, but it's okay. <laughs> I looked. I looked it up. I put in the time. So Doctor Fate is much more like ancient powers, I guess. Like, but like yes. he was granted those powers, whereas Doctor Strange sort of like stepped into that world. Um, the only thing I have a problem with is like, obviously, this is probably comic, like per comic book. I think Doctor Fate. I think DC did what they did with like. You know Superman and some of their other characters. They just gave him too many fucking abilities. He, he's he's a bit of a mess.
0: He has like everything:
3: spell casting, flight, strength, invulnerability, telekinesis, telepathy, pyrokinesis, lighting That's manipulation. That's telekinesis, Kyle. Like, how many how many powers does this guy have? Yeah, I don't know if he's allergic to rocks, but, um, <laughs> but he's got some powers. But the funny thing I did find though is in their major. Um, uh, like enemies, they're very similar. Like it's very like mystic kind of gods yes. and de- demons yeah. and stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of interesting.
2: Mm. One of his uh, main can, villains can we,
1: is Anubis. yeah which That's is true. awesome.
2: Can can cool. we just acknowledge that Doctor Fate's um, costume is way cooler than <laughs> Doctor Strange? We're we talking about I the, think the helmet's Speedo? kind of bullshit. <laughs> It's just way cooler. I mean, no. yeah,
0: dude. Doctor Strange has basically like a living cape.
2: Yeah, that's it. He's got a leotard <laughs> and a fucking cape on, and that's it. And he would still be Doctor Fate. Oh, ooh. Like I, ooh. I am Agamotto
0: oh. alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Doctor Fate's helmet <laughs> is pretty badass, though.
1: If anyone, okay. you can't, anyone, no one can see this, but Kyle just did the hand motions <laughs> that Doctor Strange does in the Marvel comic <laughs> movies. Kyle's doing
3: fucking Naruto Jitsus over here with his hands.
1: So at least the time stone. That was amazing.
2: <laughs> Daryl ha- hasn't been this happy in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
0: trying to keep it interesting, guys. But one thing I did read was that, like... like Absence of, you know, he can still like strangle to death. Like, if, if there's an absence of oxygen, so why wouldn't Doctor Strange just, you know, do one of those like portal, like ring fling or fling ring portal business and shoot him into outer space and he's done?
3: Because he's invincible. <laughs> he can probably accept like breathing.
1: He's basically a god. So. He has teleportation. He can he can get right back to the fight if he if he ended up in space. He's a stupid fucking character then if he's got all this stuff. No, like, so how, do you, so how do you beat that? Right. In typical DC fashion, the weakness a- educate. Yeah,
2: educate Daryl.
1: In typical DC fashion, some of the vulnerabilities of the characters are pretty outrageous. Bullshit. So Dr. Fate, if you take the helmet off, loses everything it's it's gone because the power so is actually a in Magneto. the helmet so all of this po- oh that's bullshit. so all the power <laughs> is in the actual helmet there's a there's thing called a called magic naboo, it's the power of naboo and that's what's like infused inside this helmet so there's other the, the all the previous dr fates are still alive in there you like enter this other plane and essentially naboo takes control of your body and becomes and enacts Dr. Fate through you. You're just a conduit. Oh. So, uh, so really, like anyone can wear the helmet and become Dr. Fate, but the more magically inclined you are as a character already allows you to be even more powerful as Dr. Fate. Right. So what happens if Dr. Strange
0: gets the helmet of Dr. Fate? Does he become Dr. Dr. Strange Fate?
2: <laughs> if Dr. Strange Love. If anyone's
3: <laughs> if anyone's seen what Not if, I good. think uh, I think that makes Doctor Strange into that crazy
1: monster.
0: Oh, you're getting ahead of ourselves here. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I, spoilers. So if Doctor Strange can somehow get the helmet off, then he, of course, wins. But that's even if he can get close enough to touch Doctor Fate in the fight. I,
3: I have can. a counterpoint. <laughs>
1: Okay, Ben Shapiro. All right.
3: So, according to all of the geniuses on the Wikipedia's, fate is unable to counteract spells that have already been cast and are in effect.
1: Yeah, so see? if anyone
3: if anyone remembers the ending to the first Doctor Strange movie with Dormammu, the what is he the god of Ooh. time or what, what is he a demon the dark dimension demon. Where Doctor Fate essentially, or Doctor Strange essentially, acts as Kyle, one of Kyle's children, and just keeps asking why until he bows out of impatience.
0: <laughs> Dormammu, I've come to bargain.
1: Exactly. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, you about the I think, the Trevor, I think that's. His.
0: I think that's his spells, though, not somebody else's.
1: No, Doctor Fate. No, can't. it's any spell. He can't counteract anything that's already existing before he gets there. Yeah, but he's able
3: to cancel elemental spells cast by weaker magicians. So I can Mm. see that he's also weak to gas attacks and lack of oxygen. Good call, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Breathing is good.
2: So you fart on him and send him to space. (laughs) Game over. You fart inside the helmet right in the crease.
3: (laughs) I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> somehow they're oh, still my alive God. <laughs> this so, took a weird turn
2: so do we have do we have a verdict then Daryl everybody's pleaded their case or pled their case Yeah. well
1: I'd, I'd still like to come back to this and hear back from the masses from the audience and, and see what they have to say but I don't know like if if your claim to fame is is having Aladdin's magic carpet tied on your back, I, I'm not really sure. That that's <laughs> a
3: whole new world. You're talking about the dude that's wearing the genie lamp as a hat. Like what? Are you <laughs> like Tomato, tomato.
0: It's all just magical accessories at this point. Yeah, he's got like Strange has the the eye of Agamotto. Uh, and his, you know, cape, and Doctor Fate has a tin can.
3: He has the helmet of the and... boot. Is that Star? Is that Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say.
0: Misa, no
1: understand.
0: Pulled <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jar Jar Binks there.
1: I actually think I actually think this would be a very close battle. I think again, I yeah. agree with what you guys are saying. I think that Doctor Strange is much more intelligent overall, so he would probably come up with a very methodical way to win the fight if he did. But otherwise, Doctor Fate in the term, in terms of power would would definitely overpower Doctor Strange in in, capable, in capability. But what what's his power very level? Close.
3: Over 9000.
1: I think we're two v two, so we need we need our listeners to decide who the winner is.
3: Yeah. 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 We, we, <laughs> didn't sway we need
2: a tiebreaker here.
3: Yeah. I think all of these are gonna end up with two v two and we gotta either sway one vote or the listeners have to decide. <laughs> yeah.
0: Listeners, uh, you are our swing vote. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have other ones uh, down the line that are, are gonna be just DC versus Marvel, so we'll we'll see how those go. <laughs> Yeah, the DC versus Marvel ones are gonna be contentious ones.
3: <laughs> well, I don't even care Horribly. about these two characters. I just thought it was quite interesting. No.
2: Friendship that, for unders- sure. Yeah.
0: We're not there yet. <laughs> not not yet.
2: Well, yeah, because, like this. because you've accepted not the like fact this. that Batman would be Captain America, so
0: Oh, you shut your <laughs> whore mouth. Yeah,
2: if you if you wanted to get to the
3: Batman Iron Man debate, we'll we'll get into that. But
0: yeah, two rich boys. Yeah eat the rich
1: Uh, in both worlds rich is a superpower I guess
2: it sure seems to be
1: Uh,
0: and that ends today's episode
1: of Daryl's Danger Dome okay back to Ratchet and Clank I have a couple questions
3: Oh, Daryl's got questions. I actually oh, have. I just found it. I have my, I have my Wrench pen, Kyle.
0: Oh, nice. oh my god, <laughs> that is amazing. I got it from a
2: loot crate.
1: Oh my god,
2: that's awesome.
1: Okay, so like, there are no spoilers for me. Maybe there are a little bit for Jordan uh, yeah. and our listeners I here. I don't but, care. It's fine. But uh, like in this game, was there any like holy shit moments? Like, was there anything that you were like, oh, what? Uh, I, you know I, I i didn't really find
0: anything that was just like mind-blowing like the, the story just sort of like flowed like you expected it to like you you it's pretty it's pretty simple and straightforward you know where it's going there's no major like plot twists or double crosses or anything like that i think it's almost like uh, like a soft reboot of the series a little bit to to um to introduce rivet who is Ratchet's Lombax,
3: like counter universe, like Loki yes. alternate self? Yeah, I think aside from that, yeah, there was like kind of one twist with the what's the other with was it Kit? What's her name? Kit,
0: the robot. Yeah, yeah the
3: yellow robot. The, the opposite who ended of Plank.
0: Who was responsible for? He's like an evil taking robot, rivets a, arm. Yeah, basically.
3: But aside from. Aside from that, yeah, I would say it was mostly just, like, extension. Like, I think the fact, like Kyle was saying, like, it's been, what was it, the last the, the last one that came out was 2014. And that was sort of the reboot of the original, which coincided with the movie that they made. So, I think, realistically, this is, this is them just, like, trying to restart the series. So, they didn't do anything crazy. They just wanted to be, like, remember these people? But that was... I would say that for the most part, no, nothing, nothing crazy mic drop moments.
1: And like for new characters, was there anyone like, was there anyone brought into this one that's going to be like a mainstay now? Or? I probably kit and rivet.
3: Yeah. I think they'll like I could, could, do I could see them
0: expanding there. Yeah. yeah.
3: They might do offshoots or do like a, a secondary one. Um, the funniest though, like they did, they did the ultimate like double dimension parody so that, you know, you know, if if you played the originals, like Captain Quark is sort of like the superhero space police guy. But he's also... He's, he's almost
0: like a Zap Brannigan. Oh, yeah. I was just going like
3: to... A, a less sexual Zap Brannigan. Like he's just this moron. <laughs> yeah. So he's got like his like alternate who's this like you know, much better at his job kind of guy. And same, there's, like, the the Skid McMarks, who was, like, the classic, like, skater punk dude. And then yeah. his alternate was, like, this, like, spy agent. And so you just, yeah, they, they did a lot of that kind of play where everyone was, like, a bit different. Um Like, same with Nefarious. But aside from yeah. that, yeah, I don't think they really introduced anybody new. Except for, I guess, no. Mrs., Um What's her name? There's the lady Ms. Zircon. There's Miss Zircon. So in the previous games, Mr. Zircon was like a, a weapon. He was sort of like a little minion that followed you. Oh, okay. Um but in this one, Mrs. Zircon, who kind of looks like the the maid robot from the Jetsons.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah, that's uh, that's she, dating herself. because sells that's...
3: you guns. But she She's has like a like, black
0: markets gun but dealer. She
3: has like the sweet southern accent drawl. <laughs> <laughs> oh sugar. <laughs> so she's she's pretty funny they even make comments where like she's in every dimension like obviously she's a trope of the game right she has to be there so you can like upgrade your stuff okay. and so he's like how did you get to this dimension she's like oh my kids are in school i gotta pay the bills <laughs> <laughs> but that one that one is one of the new characters that was pretty funny because she was like some of the comments she made like she calls you sugar and stuff like that and it was just just this like random accent they're just like okay i'll go with it
2: that kind of reminds me of the uh, the old the old lady in uh, the sack boy game. That oh kind yeah, of follows you through same thing. It's like every yeah. world that you go to, you run into the same person every time.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that was. I think that was all I had, really. I,
0: I you know, I I enjoyed that game for what it was. Um, I knew what I was getting into. Uh, I didn't know I was gonna crush it the way I did, <laughs> but here we are um, but that's also nice in in that like I'm not a game collector like Daryl. I don't keep every single game I buy, so being able to trade it in and get some credit back and and like the sooner you trade it in the more credit you get back, right so um. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we, we already had a fight in this episode. Are we going for round two here? Or what, what's the... <laughs> Kiss and
0: make up. making faces at me on uh, on the video chat here. But overall, um, there's a little shorter one today, guys. I, uh, we were right to the point, and I'm really glad that we got to introduce uh, Daryl's Danger Dome. Um, yeah, that's a good segment. I'm really looking forward to see what he comes up with next because... Uh, I love you guys, but I also love arguing about nerdy <laughs> shit. So, That's
1: I don't know what you are talking about. I, I we agree <laughs> on everything. Oh yeah, all yeah. the time, all the time. <laughs> so,
2: with that, um,
0: Jordan, how do you feel about
2: that danger dome today? I give it a pixelated good enough out of ten.
0: Oh, good enough. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, write us a comment or email about anything about from our episodes or anything you would like us to discuss in the future. Any and all feedback is generally appreciated. We also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming, nerdy, and yeah you know, just plain geek stuff uh please subscribe to good enough gaming podcast on spotify and apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts we release episodes every wednesday so mark that in your calendar see you next week